0: Spandexistential! existential Thoughts! The following podcast is brought to you by Windex. Instead of punching those dirty mirrors, why not clean them with Windex?
1: Welcome to episode 54 of Spandexistential Thoughts. Is
0: our podcast older than Sting yet?
1: Uh, let me look that like up. Like, me-
0: if, if episodes were years, are we there yet?
1: Let me look. I'm looking up Sting wrestler right now. Let's get his age.
0: Let's I feel like that's when we know we've really hit it. He was born in 1959, so he, no,
1: 58. He's 58. So we've, no. we've got we've got uh, five more. In we're five still more in weeks. our
0: youth, then I guess. S- still in our youth. Still running
1: strong. <laughs> Still, still younger than Sting. Not, not getting injured off of uh, power bombs into the corner.
0: Not yet, anyway. Not
1: yet. Please don't power bomb <laughs> us into any corners.
0: Well, welcome back, everyone. We're so glad you're here. I'm Alicia, and I'm Wayne, and we're here to run down the week that was wrestling in Lucha Underground and WWE. Shall we start off with Lucha Underground? Let's
1: just jump into the underground
0: of Lucha. I have to say, last week I was not super positive about Lucha Underground's comeback. Not that there was anything wrong with the episode. It just felt like a strange place and a strange ending. And You know what I mean? To come back to after several months being off. This episode, I feel, started to nestle back in to my happy place. Let's
1: be 100% fucking real here. This should have been the episode that season, the the second part of the season came back to.
0: I don't think there should have been a break in any of the no, episodes no, because but... they're still referring to things that happened two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. They were actually months ago. And yeah. it's just, it's, it's fucking up their timeline to put it bluntly. And I don't know why they decided to do it. But anyway.
1: Anyway, I mean, we got, we got. We finally Some good storyline stuff.
0: This is the thing, too. They came back with Mac and Johnny Mundo. And no offense, Mac and Johnny Mundo, but I'm not paying to see you, per se, when I'm watching Lucha Underground. I'm paying to see the people who are in this episode. Yeah, you know, yeah. Trios, titles, Puma and Mill. So,
1: so I propose we talk about everything else.
0: And then the... And then talk end, about the end of, of All, the Night All Night Long. Long. Part right. two. We'll, we'll leave that on a cliffhanger like they left it on a cliffhanger for the next, like, 20-ish minutes.
1: I was going to say, we can come back to episode number 59 and then pick it back up <laughs> and see how people like that.
0: Right, right, right. So where do you want to start tonight? Let's start off with the big thing. Puma versus Mill. This, um, I think, unfortunately, because of the break, felt like it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I needed the... Um, reminders that they were dropping as hints throughout the match. I mean, commentary about, like, their past beef and things like that. I mean, obviously, I know their history, but it took me a while to, like, click in. You know, because like I said, it kind of felt like it came out of nowhere. But this was a really fun match. And finally... Even though he lost, I think we're seeing the true power of Mill 3.0.
1: Gives no fucks Mill is back with a vengeance where it's just like, I'm going to chuck you through everything. I'm going to power slam you on the mat. Mm -hmm. I'm going to spear you through fucking tables. I'm going to hit you in the head with any object I can get my hands on. And we're going to be nasty. Like, it's going to be a nasty fight.
0: I love this mill because I think this mill is incredibly dangerous and fits so well into the temple. I mean, there's no um, mistaking why Dario keeps sending him out in these super violent matches and then always seems to make an appearance, you know, to like watch the devastation. Um and and I feel like that's when the show hits so well when they're just willing to cross that line and go like two toes over you know a, a couple of pretty brutal shots and and I'm in it to win it you know
1: <laughs> yeah what what I loved about this and we were talking about this when we watched it was this is the best way to present a match where I mean you can go anywhere in the temple like Puma is just like getting a higher ground to try and get Mm -hmm. the advantage on Mill. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's working. Sometimes it isn't. Well,
0: and the other thing, too, that they referenced several times on commentary is Puma is a fan favorite. Puma can walk out into the crowd, and the crowd will move, and this, that, and the other. Whereas, like, when Mill shows up in the crowd, it's like, oh, shit, get out of the way. He's going to kill, you know, somebody. (laughs) Like, ah, my chair just got broken, you know? So I like that they were referencing that. and, and, And seeing... The next level of Puma. You know, he was dead, too, and came back. Maybe there's something to that. Maybe when you come back, you are stronger. Not just if you're Mill, but if you're anyone in general, you know. Yeah. We
1: also got the return of awkwardly sexually aroused Vampiro.
0: (laughs) Due to violence. They kept
1: cutting to him just standing, like, sitting in his chair, watching the match go with, like, this really, like, gross expression on his face. Yeah. And it's just, like... Those weird moments of like, yeah, they're, they're, uh, you know, master and student Mm -hmm. now, and it's totally weird. But I do love that you can tell that Vampiro and, or not Vampiro, but uh, Mill and Katrina are like, this motherfucker over here. I know because
0: they know what's up. They know that Vampiro has been dabbling in, I think they've said dabbling in the dark arts is what they called it. They know what's going on. They know he's the one pulling the strings and they're having none of it. Yeah. You know? This is the guy that they they like spill the tea over at weekly poker nights. Like, did you see (laughs) that bitch Vampiro? You know? And it's nice to see those little interactions, the stare downs and things like that that just gives so much more depth to these moments especially when you have some One like vampiro taking puma under his wing and we know from watching back the first season uh uh-uh puma uh uh-uh yeah he does not have your best interest at heart what are you doing
1: and the best part is he really doesn't because this version of puma is willing to just hurt himself yeah with like As naive as he is with, like, relationships and people that he should trust and not trust, now he's, like, even more just careless about his body. Yeah,
0: he's totally amped up in the ring. And it's showing, like, it's showing that he is kind of like a man... On an island, you know, and and yet he thinks he's there with a friend, and he's not. Yeah. you know,
1: it, it's just an interesting version of of Puma. Yeah. So like desperate, just he's, completely desperate. He's
0: a character that needs to check himself before he wrecks himself, and he is not checking. Check your blind spot, bro. Yeah, there
1: there <laughs> there is a a car, probably a hybrid, that's coming to clip you. <laughs> And it's coming slow, and everyone else can see it. Yeah. But you're just like... hybrid dip, dip, dip. that
0: runs off of blood and broken lights.
1: <laughs> that that gets decent mileage. Just decent mileage.
0: Like, what are you thinking? Like, maybe like 29, 30 miles to the gallon yeah, highway? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but no, this, this match was... I, I enjoyed this because this truly felt like a return to form for Lucha Underground. Yes. Like... Give me my masked fucking wrestlers. I, I'm, listen, I'm sick and tired of watching Mundo. And, we'll get and to that. We'll, we'll talk to that. Cause but I'm
0: so burned out. On this was too. so
1: refreshing. It was fun. It, it gives the spirit of Lucha Underground for somebody who might just be tuning in for one episode. Mm-hmm. They're getting to see these guys. Well, they're getting to see them at their
0: peak. And we get to see a little bit of, of, you know, character intrigue, character development. Puma took a brick to end the match. Like, he took a brick from Vampiro and hit Mill in the head. Puma of old would not have done that.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. The trash can with the coast to coast with a oh front my flip God. drop kick.
0: That move was insane.
1: Majestic. And once again, Lucha Underground has it right with their cinematography because they just pulled that fucking camera back. So we could see the whole way. And just watch this thing mm-hmm. happen. And the best part about Lucha Underground is no replays.
0: We so, had to rewind that several times to relive it. I hope somebody has gifted by now. Please oh, absolutely. please tweet it to me at leisha three sixty. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> but no, so he hits him with the brick, knocks him out. Gets, one, two, three. By the way, that's six that's six thirty he did. How that didn't break all of Mill's ribs? Oh, I
0: know. He like squished him. You know that sounded like a watermelon hitting the floor when they smacked. Like I said, if I could
1: have had a mic right next to Mill after that move, he's like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) that was so (sighs) painful
0: looking. It was terrible. Yeah, this
1: match was as nasty as it wanted to be. Like I feel like Puma almost became like a mini Mm Mill, just in like I'm a lightweight, but I'm gonna destroy. That's
0: a good way to put it. Like there was no regard for the risk to his body. There was no regard for his opponent. It was just kill 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 the whole way. Yeah. I I enjoyed this match. And I'm not one that like has a whole lot of bloodlust, but for some reason Lucha Underground raises that within me.
1: Correction, it's Mill. It's, it's Mill. Anytime Mills in a match, I'm just like <laughs> Fucking kill each other. Yeah, just yeah. kill Please each just other. just
0: skin each other. It'll be great. But I, I also loved how they, they spilled into Dario Cueto's office and he's like, no, no, my properties. My properties. Pro- my properties. <laughs> Get out of here. You can't fight in here. The, but then he yeah, follows them out yeah. to watch the rest of it. The
1: visual of, of Mill like looking over at Dario, Dario looking at Mill, Dario lifting his bull up like, yeah. don't touch my bull. <laughs> this is my bull. This <laughs> is my bull. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Just well, fun. I
0: think on the heels of... Of this praise. There's something we need to do. I think we need to award the Dario Stario of the Night Award. I would
1: like to bestow upon you the honors this Me? week of the Dario Stario I award, dis- of the the night. award. I get to bestow
0: the award. I get to bestow the board. <laughs> You <laughs> this made, is already going so well. You
1: made to the board <laughs> to the Barrio Stario, Mario.
0: Well, tonight for his valiant effort against Milmore Chase 3.0, pulling out the victory. Hell, that one coast-to-coast move is what did it. <laughs> Congratulations, Prince Puma. You are the Dario Stario of the night.
1: Can we call him Prince Puma 2.0?
0: Yeah, we can. Okay, then we should do that. Prince Puma deuce. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Seems a little derogatory. Deuce ex <laughs> <laughs> Your award is in the mail. Um did you put it in the mail right?
0: Absolutely. Two stamps make sure it would get there.
1: The nice. Nice. <laughs> Insurance? Um... It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't worry about it. So, so with the award out of the way, congratulations, Puma. Keep being the person that you are right Mm -hmm. now because this is the best version of yourself. Yep. And you should always strive to be the best person of yourself. And Puma
0: has cut all ties with his formerly good good folks. No more Rey Mysterio for him. Looks like Vampiro is kind of haunting Rey Mysterio a little bit. So that'll be interesting going forward. That poor bathroom mirror.
1: That poor bathroom mirror.
0: But... Two very sad things happened in this episode. The saddest being what I knew and could see coming and yet could not stop. The Trios Championship match with the Snake Tribe versus the Super Best Friends. And it turns out our Super Best Friend Drago is still under the Snake Tribe's control.
1: Fuck that motherfucker. I'm he can so go get like, in a garbage and just no, set himself on be, fire. You that can't son be of a angry bitch!
0: at Drago. He's brainwashed.
1: I don't care. That son of a bitch. That stupid dragon. How dare he?
0: Don't talk about Drago that way. He... Don't.
1: No, no. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No. This match... Aerostar looked like a million fucking oh, dollars. Oh, I know.
0: He was incredible. And, and, like, his moves paired up against the beating that he took. I mean, he he just looked like the number one soldier. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just, there, there's, like, Captain Luchador. <laughs> like, there, the only thing he was lacking was a shield. Like, yeah. he looked incredible in this match. Like, snatch. his
1: springboard torneo back into, in, I think it was Pindar. Like... All the flippy shit he did. like
0: And like I said, the beating that he took and still just kept coming, you know? It,
1: I mean, it's so impressive to see him go. And then you just miss getting like longer matches with him mm-hmm. because he, the way he runs the ropes, the way he flips, the way he moves, it's so different from everyone else. It is. And I love that about him. And like it killed me to watch him get the shit beat out of him by these Fucking weirdos and mm-hmm. their fucking weirdo outfits. Well, outfit. and
0: Phoenix tries to make the save. Phoenix can't make the okay. save.
1: Phoenix tries to go for the save. He gets, like, two two kicks off, gets thrown out of the ring, and immediately tombstoned by Vibora. Yeah. I Done. mean,
0: you could see this match was in the shitter before it started. Like, you knew Drago's there in his Dark Dragon <laughs> mask, his Dark Dragon yeah. pants, you know? Like, this is not going to go well. But And the whole time I'm thinking... Why hasn't Drago tried to stop this? And it's like, well duh, because he's brainwashed by them and he's gonna turn on his team and lo and behold spits
1: in Aerostar's face because he's a son of a bitch. He's the worst. <laughs> calm
0: down, calm down.
1: And um they like Vibora and Pindar like hold his arms and legs and like lift up Aerostar. Aerostar. Yeah. And then Drago jumps off with a splash and just crushes him. I know.
0: It was so sad. And and it, it was really angering. Like there, there was an image at the beginning of, in the first half of the season, where Drago was chained up in uh, Cobra Moon's lair, and, and that was, like, hard to see. I know that seems silly, but it was like, oh, this is really sad, you know? And, like, when they were leading him to the ring and the chains and cuffs, it was just like, oh, this is really sad. And when the super best friends got a hold of him, it's like, maybe they can, like, deprogram him and it'll all be over and they'll abandon the storyline forever and ever. And it's just like, nope. We're here to crush your soul. Well, fuck you guys. I know. I there's. I think there's a lot of that going on right now where, like, the, the bad guys are mounting. The factions are ruling right now. And I'm now. just hoping that I'm not going to have to wait all the way to uh, Ultima Lucha Trace for the comeuppance. Surely there's got to be, like, a secondary comeuppance that I can... <laughs> Enjoy earlier in the season. I need, I
1: need low resistance to form <laughs> and do battle with all these fucking teams of assholes that are just coming out of the woodwork.
0: I know it's it's bad news. There's just so many baddies, and now Drago's a baddie, and that breaks my heart. I'm ride or die Drago, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care. So what are you gonna do? Are I don't you gonna know. keep riding? No, I'm gonna have to ride someone else, I guess.
1: <laughs> welcome welcome to Spend Existential Thoughts of Late Night.
0: Late Night. So, in other disappointing news, turns out the MAC wasn't ever going to win that match. <laughs> they okay. finished the, with the sudden death of All Night Long. Look, I got the name right this week. And, All uh, night long. And it was as suspected. There, it's... Being up against Worldwide Underground is just insurmountable odds. The dumbest...
1: You, you cannot yeah. win. The dumbest thing said tonight was when Matt Stryker was like, well, a false Count Anywhere match, which Dario decided to make the match, like, right before it started. Which
0: he said would favor the match, yeah, and I don't know why. And
1: it's like, well, motherfucker, like, I think Mac has two friends. Worldwide Underground has, like, five, people, five people. Like, do the math. And this match... It was really brutal. They're being the shit out of each other. Like Mac is throwing Johnny into chairs. I mean, don't get me wrong. Chairs. This
0: was a fun match, and like a lot of the the chair stuff that they did. That
1: that mwah. that Mac like twirling body slam that he did and threw Johnny onto all those chairs. Yeah,
0: when he was holding a chair oh, so onto brutal. Johnny as well. That that was amazing. And like hearing Marty Elias do the count on the chairs Even was better. hilarious. Um. Good God!
1: That sunset flip powerbomb over the rope. Mac like literally looked like he. This is the weird part. There are all those chairs, and like he misses almost every chair except for the one that's by his fucking head.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like congratulations, <laughs> chair, you you did it, you did it. <laughs>
0: you're, you you the real MVP. You,
1: you were shooting for the stars and you got them. Good job. But no, this like the. This is the problem once again. I think this is the problem I have with Worldwide Underground is that like every fucking match is going to have no less than two or three interruptions. It's very
0: formulaic at this point. Johnny Mundo goes out, or whichever member is wrestling. And they start to get into trouble. And lo and behold, someone's been hiding under the ring. Someone's been sitting in the audience. Someone comes running out. And it just, it never ends. It's this constant douchebag train. And it's, I get why it's happening. I understand that they're the big bads and we're supposed to hate them. But I'm i am moving into territory of, it's not just that I hate the character. It's that I want them to be off of my TV screen.
1: It's, it's like when you have like another TV show and they introduce a new character. And it just like... You're like, oh, this is fun. But
0: I don't care. And then, so. like, and then like two
1: weeks later, you're like, oh, they're still doing the same thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of done with that. And then, like, two months later, you're like, for the love of God, can someone just put a bullet in their head?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's just it's getting to the point where I don't care to see them anymore because I feel like when they're around, they're just running roughshod. And I don't know that the level of snatchitude that they've just, like, ascended to can ever actually be paid back. Unless you know Pen- what I mean? Unless
1: Pentagon gets to get into the ring with all of them and individually break both of their arms, like, everyone's arms, like, <laughs> one by one, as the rest of them have to watch as they're held down by, like, some weird demonic force. Like, I'm not going to be appeased.
0: Just going to a place. It's yeah. <laughs> going to
1: a place. Because, like, I am just sick and tired of them being the spotlight. I'm so done with it. I know. Like, I'm done with it. I want to see... The Pentagons. I want to see the Mills. I want to see all these guys get the step up again and be the big part of the
0: show. Well, and in a way, it sounds like Dario Cueto's done with it too because he's introduced the Cueto Cup.
1: Which is a beautiful fucking concept that I'm very excited about. It's just going to be
0: a massive tournament. Si- tournament. Single elimination. You lose your out the winner is going to get to challenge for the title, but they're also having a Rey Mysterio versus Johnny Mundo match.
1: To so, determine who will be the champion yes, at the at end the of this. at the end
0: of the Cueto Cup tournament. So there's a lot being thrown at Johnny Mundo, and how many matches can he make it through? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You can only... The odds are only in your favor so much at any point in time, and the more you fight, the less likely you are to make it through.
1: I love the idea of the Queto Cup. When I love the idea of the Quato Cup is because they got a trophy and they put tassels on it. <laughs>
0: and, and, it's they're the like, most and they're thing like, and they're like,
1: done. We did it. We, we did it, guys. <laughs>
0: I just think that the Queto Cup is a really good idea because I feel like season three has been focused on. Uh, just a very small handful of people and I think that having what what did he say? Like twenty people? Thirty two. Thirty two. Okay. So thirty two luchadores and luchadoras that we're going to get to see, um, that makes a huge difference. And
1: let's let's talk about that a little bit more too. Like the idea that we're gonna to get to see thirty two different luchadores and luchadoras wrestle.
0: So sixteen matches in the first round itself.
1: Yeah. That like this is what the show is about. It's about giving spotlights to people and letting them shine. Yeah, and I'm excited about the fact that as we go through this, like, is Nightclaw gonna come back? No. Is Pimpinella gonna come back? Maybe. Will Bengala come back? And one, one of his many the people performing as him.
0: Baby, what? What if King Quirrell comes back? Um. Are you okay? You okay? I need a minute. I need a minute.
1: Okay. Okay, we're we're gonna keep going. Um, I just feel like yeah, Matanza will probably be in that tournament.
0: I don't know. Dario seems pretty ashamed of Matanza at this point
1: because of something that happened two weeks ago,
0: aka several months ago. Oh (laughs) my god!
1: Anytime they reference a time frame and it doesn't fit the narrative, I'm just like, it's so stupid. They
0: should not have taken a break, but whatever, whatever. If if the butts were candy and nuts. Something, well, something, oh, my, what Merry a Christmas. wonderful
1: temple we'd have. <laughs> but, no, the Cueto Cup, I think it's a good idea. I, what I like about that show is they introduce, like, here's this thing that symbolizes your victory in yeah. this ridiculous set of circumstances. And, like, yay! I'm wondering when they're going to bring back the Gift of the Gods
0: I'm fine title. with them not having the Gift of the Gods title right now because it's Maybe. just one more thing for Worldwide Underground to interfere in, you know. They would
1: all end up with, like, two pieces of yeah. the medallion and then they'd all fight each other. Yeah, it would
0: be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think it's somehow Johnny Mundo not in the match would end up winning that match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: but no, I I think overall though this was a show that the I, like I said I I don't like that they took a season break. Things are gonna happen. Though. I'm
0: feeling better after this episode though. Last episode I was really wishy washy on on being excited about where Lucha Underground was heading. Now I'm feeling it, and they're getting back into the other plots that I actually care about. Um, Worldwide Underground is going to be focused on Rey Mysterio. And I think that that's a pretty good match there. I, I
1: like seeing John Johnny Mundo actually be concerned about having to face Rey Mysterio. So
0: concerned he couldn't put on his pants. That's concerned. Yeah.
1: So so concerned that, like, even Ricky Mandel couldn't cheer him up <laughs> dressed like Johnny Mundo. They're it's so
0: ridiculous. I can't so do ridiculous. it. So ridiculous. <laughs>
1: But anyway, no, I, I no, like I said this good,
0: good episode this season. Yeah,
1: this should have been the episode of the season the second part of the season kicked off with just to be like, Hey, here's all this storyline yeah. that's moving forward. Yeah. But it is what it good is. Good episode. Good episode.
0: One and a half thumbs up. One and a half thumbs up. Yeah
1: it two thumbs up if Worldwide Underground wasn't a part of it at all.
0: The episode that Worldwide Underground dies in a fire in. Four thumbs up. Yes. <laughs> I will cut From somebody's me. thumb From off. From me. Just to give more thumbs up. Nice. All right. Should we jump over to Raw this week? I would jump, but I'm sitting. Oh. Well, Which is
1: what I do most of the time when I watch Raw.
0: Kind of butt bump. Butt bump your okay. way over to Raw.
1: <laughs> Raw was a beautiful, beautiful what am I? What am I saying? It's just wrong. It's, I know it, it's the same old, same old thing is, every fact, single week. It is the same old, same old um, thing. I, I want to start off with probably my favorite part of the night, and that was Samojo getting real close and personal with Paul Heyman.
0: My heart was right. My heart was right. I made this. This statement about Extreme Rules, how my heart was saying Samoa Joe, but my head was saying Roman Reigns, and my heart was right. And I'm so excited because he is the only one out of that match that I am truly in full 100% belief can take Brock Lesnar.
1: We sat here and dreambooked.
0: This Samoa moment. and Brock. This moment. We did it.
1: And that motherfucker. Did- High five. We, we fucking we did it. We made that
0: happen. We threw that ooh, out to the bah, universe.
1: Brr, brr,
0: brr. Like Somebody heard it. Somehow, Samoa Joe,
1: with his bad sideburns, his terrible music, his weird gear, f- broke through all that shit. I do
0: think his shorts look real comfy, though, with the cut side. Super,
1: super comfy.
0: <laughs> that shiny lots of, material. Lots
1: of air movement just really cozy.
0: There's no sweat on the bits in those. No, no.
1: Sweat wicking technology, whatever it is. But this, like you said, this is a match where I feel like Brock can't be like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, it's like, no. Samoa Joe is is a hard hitter. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait. And I loved this week when he came out and just like, I'm not scared of Brock.
0: Well, and I think, too, um, when Paul Heyman came out and said, this is the worst case scenario for us because even if Brock gets through you, he, you're taking a piece of him with you. Yeah. You know? And so expressing the concern about this match for Brock Lesnar means a lot.
1: It's one of those things where Paul Heyman knows what he's doing because he always builds up the opponent that Brock is going up mm-hmm. against because... For the most part, we've watched Stephanie go like, oh, you're a piece of trash. You're not even a man. You're a slap in the face Mm -hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And now we have to believe that this guy actually has a chance. Yeah. Instead, Paul Heyman's like, this dude is serious. We're taking him seriously. This is going to be a war.
0: Yeah. They kept saying worst case scenario. This is the best case scenario for all of us.
1: Yeah. (laughs) When those two motherfuckers face off on Raw next week. Oh, my God. So good.
0: I just, there's one complaint that I have. There's (laughs) one complaint. Okay. Why on earth did I have to listen to Paul Heyman say great balls of fire? Why was no one thinking about the name of the next pay-per-view when they locked it in? This
1: it Jerry Lee Lewis who sang great balls of yeah. fire. Like was Vince just like listening to great balls just, of fire one day and was like, "Ha, I love that shit. Let's make that the pay-per-view." I don't know.
0: It sounds so ridiculous. Even Paul Heyman, the the greatest, you know, talker Oriter, ever, yeah. yeah. Um it sounded ridiculous.
1: Have you seen the logo? No, it's two balls and a dick. No, Oh yes.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. Someone tweeted at
1: Sasha Banks and no. said, someone tweeted at Sasha Banks and said, does this look like a dick and balls? And her response was in all caps. Yes. Oh
0: my God.
1: Yeah, it's bad. She's looking it up right now. So while she's I looking it up, I have to say one of the other things I loved about this whole segment was like when they threw their mics down and Samojo walked over to Paul and was like, I'm going to say something directly to you. I'm gonna hurt you and you're gonna take this back to you're gonna take this back to uh, Paul Heyman and you're gonna you're gonna let him know how painful this was. Yeah. I fucking love that. Like what an asshole. That He's is two up,
0: balls and a dick. It is two <laughs> balls and a dick. <laughs> anyway.
1: But like it's it's just I love it. Anytime Paul Heyman gets the shit beat out of him, it always seems like they tease it for like months. And then finally someone gets their comeuppance. Like Samoa Joe's just like, now I'm gonna choke you out. Like first night out. The
0: other thing I liked about this was the dropping of the microphone and the tone of Samoa Joe's voice. Like (laughs) I immediately was just like, imagine this dude out on a date with you. Like in any other scenario, (laughs) the way he was talking to paul Heyman. if the words had been changed just a little bit like i'm gonna put my hand on your throat and down your pants like (laughs) you know what i mean like if it was just like about a different subject smojo would be a good date (laughs) i'm just saying that
1: we're gonna go to olive garden we're gonna get some breadsticks you're gonna eat them you're gonna like them (laughs) and then we're gonna have a little bit of spaghetti maybe share it i don't know and then you're gonna remember this
0: like if he was whispering in your ear yeah it'd be a a good date that's all i'm saying just weird. It was very weird. But I liked it. But it was great. Yeah.
1: I feel like Paul Paul Heyman's so boisterous and loud. Well, and and th- it's fun seeing someone say, like, that's no. That's the
0: thing. It's like there was a certain privacy. Like, when they knocked the mics down, it became that moment in the corner that we were just, like, privy to seeing. You yeah. Know, like, a little bit of secrecy. And I just, it felt very gangster movie or bond villain like i'm going to tell you exactly what i'm going to do and then i'm gonna do it and hurt you yeah. you know
1: perfect this yeah. is perfect i can't wait for this these two guys to get the face off face to face it's fresh it's 100 mm. percent fresh you've never seen this match there's a dream match enjoy
0: right. right i agree i'm glad my heart was right if
1: there's not blood or a black eye or a bruise this match was not done correctly so <laughs> i'm looking forward to it good expectations
0: Good expectations.
1: Let's talk about Kurt Angle being weird.
0: I don't get this. It's this so is weird, so dumb. Like, I, I'm gonna put this bluntly: is what they have on him worse than what happened to Paige? Like the stuff that got out about Paige's private life? Because Kurt Angle's bullshit shit is out there for everyone to see. It's not like he's an angel, and it's been very public.
1: Unless so like, he, what if he's the one beating up Enzo? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but why? You know what I mean. But why? It's so dumb. I, if this goes on any longer, I'm going to label it anonymous general text messages and never watch Rogan. These technology angles never freaking work. They then, don't know how to paste them correctly.
1: No, well, th- th- this is the thing. I've got something that I have to tell you. We should fucking know immediately. Yeah. Why are you holding on to it? Is it going to pay off? I mean,
0: t- somebody call the Russians and get them to hack that phone. I'm ready. Like. Please tell me what the hell it is. Yeah.
1: Can someone threaten to break Corey Graves' arm or neck? Yeah, to get I, the information. It's
0: never. It's not going to be good. The payoff is never as good as the lead up.
1: No, unless it's like Credenc was wrestling another match and it's against fucking Rusev. They
0: likely don't even know what the payoff is. You know what I mean? They're probably like shuffling papers around, trying to like match up the story.
1: They're trying to give Credenc something to do besides book matches yeah. on the show. <laughs> uh, the other thing is. I feel so bad for everybody that's not Samoa Joe right now. I
0: mean, okay, I like these matches. I do. They're good matches. Um, They're good matches. They have amazing talent on the show. I really liked their uh, Fatal Five Way on the pay per view. Yeah, it's as chaotic as it needed um, to be. But like with Samoa Joe as number one contender now, can we please establish some good undercard feuds that don't need a belt? um seth rollins is looking like a chump dean ambrose looks like a chump roman reigns remains impossibly good looking so this seems like the perfect time to reunite the shield um let's give bray wyatt something to do let's give finn balor something to do like they've just they end up floating in the ether and it's not any good it's
1: boring they have all this talent they
0: have these great matches for nothing for nothing it means nothing. There's no emotion. There's no plot. There's no anything. And it shouldn't take that long to realign them. No. You know?
1: Like, they need to just, like, get out a chart and say, here's point A. And how do we get to point B? Yeah. And begin the push to do that. SummerSlam's coming Instead, up. Instead,
0: they seriously go, like, point A to point Q and back to point B. Like, they can't... If you're
1: lucky, they even remember there's a point B to yeah. go back to. Yeah.
0: It's, it's just such a mess all the time. And they just need to start being more forward- and, and just don't stalemate everyone. You know, they they book them so evenly. On any given night, anyone can win. And it's like, this is ridiculous. Except for Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt can never win. He can but, never win. But, never win. <laughs> but come on, you know, line them up. Figure out who their next opponent's going to be. And, and let them go. Let them lose.
1: To have so much talent and to do so little.
0: Well, it's just doing the same thing over and over again. To say that they're doing little is kind of discounting what okay, they're I mean, doing.
1: They're having great matches. I mean, I mean, storyline-wise. Right. They're just doing so little. right.
0: Right. Right. The wrestling is fantastic. They've
1: got the tools, but they're not using yeah. them. Yeah, I agree
0: with that. I agree with that big all right, time.
1: So the rest of Raw is just a sea of <laughs> blah. <laughs> so instead of waxing on all of it and just boring people to tears, I want to do the Raw rundown. Speed around, mm. Dab. Mm. Oh, dab, Why
0: are you dabbing? Dab. What's
1: wrong? What did I do? I would like to say uh, rest in peace to uh, TJP. Um, <laughs> you thought you had a friend in um, Neville. You do not. No, no one has a friend in Neville. Neville killed you on two hundred five live. Sorry for your, <laughs> sorry for your loss. Not really though. Have fun dabbing somewhere else. All
0: right. So you're gonna give me a, a topic. I'm going to wax philosophically for like yes. a, a sentence or two and we're going to move on because Raw's too long. We're done. Uh, cruiserweight division. I don't care. Like, I don't care. Yeah. They don't do anything. They aren't exciting. It bums me out. I I don't know what the problem is. I still think they'd be better suited to SmackDown or better suited to having like the first hour devoted to them.
1: Uh, tag teams just going back and forth between the Bar and the Hardys.
0: I, I, it sucks because, like, they have really good tag teams on Raw, but they aren't, they're only willing to have, like, two at any given point in time be successful.
1: Uh, whisper in the wind off the top
0: of the cage. Amazing. Great moment. But I hope Jeff doesn't kill himself. He will someday.
1: (laughs) The banal Goldust versus...
0: Our truth promos. They're not wrestling and I don't know why.
1: The promos are bad. They're so I bad. I mean,
0: it's it's exciting to see kind of the old-fashioned gold dust with, like, the modern uh, cultural aspects. Like, we're not having, like, a oh, he's he's gay and that's icky moment. Like, we're having, like, the <sighs> stuff yeah. going on and, and more, like, glamour and things like that. But it's nothing if you don't show up you know what i mean like yeah i guess the promo was okay the first one was okay but i'm not sure why there's it's been three weeks now and we haven't seen them other than that
1: yeah women's division
0: rest in peace bailey i'm glad that <laughs> that naya Jax and alexa bliss are now going to tangle i love naya i love alexa natural progression yeah so i but i don't know where bailey goes from here
1: And this is the show that never fucking ends. Dean fucking Ambrose and The Miz will just not stop touching each other. I
0: think part of the problem is we watched this feud in its entirety on SmackDown. I honestly feel like this is one of those times where they're not taking into account that people who watch Raw watch SmackDown, you know? That's true. So they're they're like, oh, it's new for this brand. And it's like, but we've already seen it. They need to find something else to do. Dean Ambrose looks like a total chump. Here's He is a chomp. All right. Move we, on. Are We're we done, done with the rundown? We're done. We're done. Okay, well, then I have a question for you, sir. What would that question be? Do you have a minute to spare? It's time for your 60 Seconds Smackdown Live.
1: I have 60 seconds on the clock, starting... Now, After the
0: briefcase revealed, Naomi laments that she wants to be a part of this historic Women's Money in the Bank match, which brings out the Price is Right model, Lana. She's here with her busted Miss Elizabeth dress and track from the Baby Einstein Discover and Play Piano to demand a place in the match. Lana's laughed off, but gets a title match at Money in the Bank after interfering in Naomi's match. Mojo is back and aware that, since winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale, over gender Mahal, he has been persona non grata on SmackDown. This is remedied with a match against Gender for a spot in the men's Money in the Bank match that, of course, Mojo loses. If we're not going to hinder Gender, we must slow-mo Mojo. Stop what you're doing right now and go watch this week's Fashion Files with Brizongo and New Day in black and white and romp hymns. Also watch The Usos dragging the New Day for maximum Grinch smiles. All the participants of the Men's Money in the Bank match mix it up throughout the night in a usual lead-up to the multi-man match. In conclusion, my heart is in that briefcase, gents. Which one of you is going to steal it? Swear to God if it's Dolph. And this has been your 60-second SmackDown Live.
1: Perfection. I'm so glad it's back. I'm so glad it's back. <laughs> so. I mean,
0: I, like, it's not a very exciting 60-second SmackDown Live because I don't feel like a whole lot happened other than... Lana returning as a wrestler like I think that's a big thing no it is a big
1: thing but I'm also kind of like but she's never really wrestled
0: I don't know how to feel about this because I think she went from a really powerful position as Rusev's valet and advocate essentially um like the crowd heat was all on her and like we loved Lana anyway you know she just appeared very powerful To, like I said, she looks like a Price is Right model now, coming out to some janky-ass tune and, like, stomping her feet to get a match with Naomi, you know, or uh, to get in the Money in the Bank match. And it's just kind of like, I'm not really sure I like this character progression. She's still got her accent, so she's still the original Lana, but she looks crazy and... I don't know. She you, doesn't. She doesn't seem as powerful.
1: You kind of you put it in an interesting way when we were watching. You're like she's kind of like Eva Marie. Like
0: yes, like they lost Eva Marie.
1: They built Lana up for months. Yeah. So
0: now they like have blue Eva Marie. <laughs> you know, it's just it's odd to me. It's like Emelina didn't work out, so they gave the gimmick. To Lana,
1: like this has been going since the brand's the uh, superstar shakeup. Mm-hmm. We've been waiting for her to show up.
0: Yeah, and I assume that because Rusev was injured and unable to appear, that that's why she wasn't there. But I guess it's because she's been training this whole time.
1: I mean, more power to her if she's got some talent to back it up. But I'm, I'm worried that like just throwing her in without letting her build up, kind of like the crowd's the expectation. Momentum.
0: Well, I this is the issue though for me is the crowd. Lana came out and everyone cheered and then they started booing Naomi, who should be our like queen and master, you know, Um, because she's like just laughing in Lana's face. Like, who do you think you are when it's a legitimate question? Like, who do you think you are to just step in and demand a match with me or demand being in the money in the bank match? I mean, Charlotte did that, but Charlotte is Charlotte. I was going to say, this isn't
1: like when John Cena just interjected himself into a title match. Yeah. Because he's fucking John Cena and he's got years of experience and backing it up. Mm -hmm. Lana's never... She's wrestled like one match, I think. So
0: it's odd to me that, that Naomi would go later on in the night and be like, I want a match with her. She, like... I owe her this because she interfered in my match. It's like okay, but have a match with her, but don't put your title on the line. You just
1: spent all this time laughing at her. Yeah, why are you going to give her an opportunity?
0: I mean, it feels like your classic overconfident champion. It's
1: like anytime would have the Money in the Bank briefcase, and then they put it on the line in a match. It's like, what yeah, what are you doing? What that are you for? doing?
0: Don't do that. Come That's on. dumb. You're done. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I I guess I'll give it the benefit of the doubt, but I'm not feeling too confident that Lana is going to be a character that I'm going to appreciate whereas when she was with Rusev you know tough Lana I loved her you know I loved what a ball buster she was she was equivalent to Paul Heyman and yeah and and she was on top of the audience just like squashing them like that you know advocating for Rusev it was a great great character and now this feels very juvenile step back it's yeah. a step back yeah. it's not a step forward And and the look is off and the song is off I just don't get it
1: Yeah, very disjointed. I am still very excited about the Women's Money in the Bank match.
0: Absolutely. I think that's going to be a really cool match.
1: It's going to be insane.
0: I I mean, somebody's probably going to get really hurt, but I'm going to love it. (laughs) <laughs>
1: hey, I, if, if the guys can get her on ladders, so can the women you know let, you know let what's happen. interesting
0: though is like I was speculating and, and like reading uh, reviewers and the comment sections and things like that about what happens once Money in the Bank goes down and I was reminded how much I really hate the Money in the Bank briefcase <laughs> uh, when somebody that I like is holding the title it doesn't matter when like say shitty Seth Rollins is holding the title and, and good Dean Ambrose has the Money in the Bank briefcase but when, when Naomi Naomi's holding the title, and I love Naomi, and I think she absolutely deserves to be the champion forever and ever. Amen. I'm just like, who's going to fuck this up for me?
1: <laughs> it'll always go back to the Jeff Hardy CM Punk conundrum. It'll, it'll always go back to that.
0: Those were our divorce papers, by the way.
1: <laughs> Waking up the next day and Alicia's saying, what happened to the pay-per-view? And I just look at her and I just smile. And she goes, you son of a bitch. And I say, yeah. I've never gotten over it. Never. Never gotten over it. Never. Division in the house. (laughs) Division. But I don't know. I'm excited to have a Money in the Bank holder in the women's division. It'll give someone a second. Like, don't cash it in that night. No. Let someone carry that thing and, like, be the second here be
0: this yeah be the second like that's the thing is is you can have the championship matches but then you've always got the money in the bank person in the background
1: and have them built up don't make them a loser but i do
0: wonder if that will be effective in a division that's so small there's what like six seven women on smackdown that's a small division and if you hand somebody the money in the bank briefcase and they're not cashing it in immediately what does that do to the division, you know, yeah, I wonder if the women's division will be more like I'll put my briefcase on the line if that sort of thing will be going on more often I think
1: so, I think in order to, I think they're gonna do that in order to build up multiple women. I but guess
0: we'll find out
1: we'll find out <laughs> it's it's an uncharted landscape and i'm I'm curious to see what direction they take it on the other hand,
0: on the other hand, a thing, which hand is this?
1: The thing that is so marvelous that I'm glad that it already happened. We had the explosion of Brizongo oh and the new God. day. Come coming Again, together,
0: another thing that I put out into the universe, and the universe was like, "Here you are, Alicia, just for you." I was dying during this fashion. <laughs> my file.
1: favorite line: "They're talking about the colognes, cologne, and 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 foundango without even like." breaking a smile says no it's the one spelled with a c
0: with a c yes (laughs) even though they were both saying cologne you know it's the one with a c like what's the one with a k like you know what i mean like this is the dumbest thing i think that's the best part is like they're so unabashed himbos you know such unabashed himbos that everything they do is hilarious but
1: it's the way that like Fandango is really shown to me. I, I, he's I'm, so funny. I've always known he's funny from like his stint as you know Johnny Curtis, like everything he's done. He's funny and he's subtly funny. But mm-hmm. like he says little lines like that, but he says it in that whispery, yeah, Fandango voice. So, the Batman voice. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so fun. Like so, even before New Day walked in that room, I was already laughing my ass off. Yeah. Then they come in and like. It just, like, it's, like, a different level. I think
0: what catches me about this is, like, the New Day for so long have been, like, the funniest guys in the room. Yeah. You know? And now the the focus is taken off of them, and it's spread more evenly, and they're able to, like, play off of an even loonier group and, and be... Essentially, the straight men, you know, for these jokes and, like, then get to joke back and forth. The telepathy part where, like, Breezango was talking to each other (laughs) and New Day's just, like, staring at them. And Kofi's like, oh, they're just staring at us again. Like, it's so funny. It's so funny that that this wackadoo team has met an even more wackadoo team to have these moments with.
1: Second favorite part, the romp him. When Kofi... Or maybe it's not COVID. It's one of which
0: If you're not as hip, it's a romper like one of those singlets that girls wear, but for men. So it's, romp him.
1: It's a sad day that we have to even. <laughs> yeah, describe I think it's that. something
0: the internet gave us, but whatever. Yeah.
1: But uh, so they hand fondango. A romper and he throws it to the ground and Kofi picks it back up.
0: And I think <laughs> it was Biggie that picked it back up and handed it back to him. No, it was Kofi. Oh, was it? And
1: Kofi hand. Biggie handed it the first time. Kofi hands it the second time. He throws it on again, but the way he throws it down is like a child who you've just given like a vegetable to, and they just like <laughs> throw it straight to like. It's so funny. Yeah, and I don't. I can't explain why I laugh so hard.
0: I don't know, but it's great to see this team in particular who when. Tyler Breeze was called up to the main roster. It was like, please, please put him with Fandango. They're so oblivious. They're such himbos. They belong together. Make them a tag team. And then it happened. And then they were just fart smell. You know, like, it was just not good. They never got to do anything of Fashion any tickets. substance. Yeah. And but then, like, it started to get to a place where it's like, okay, this is kind of funny. This is getting there. And then they did the fashion files and it was just like all in, all in. This is the most perfect thing ever. So it's been really great to see Tyler Breeze, who like, as far as I'm concerned, the sun rises and sets on him. I adore him. I loved him in NXT. I was so sad when he kind of tanked out on the main roster and now like having him back shining again, having Fandango being utilized in a way that is incredibly hilarious I'm just so happy. I'm so happy. And I'm glad that SmackDown is taking the time to build more teams. So it's not just the Usos and whoever they're facing. It's the Usos plus a division that is flushed out and has characters and has motivations around them. I think it makes the tag team division better. And I think SmackDown's really rehabbing their division right now. And it's working really well for me.
1: No, I, I, Fand- I'm happy to hear that Fandango is not a dirty dancer.
0: <laughs> I'm so happy.
1: So, no, it, it it feels like WWE is like, man. We have talented tag teams. The Usos are just ethering people. Yeah. on the on the regular yes. now. Yeah, like it, they, I have no clue where this these characters came. from. I think
0: from. where Raw fails to uh, elevate a division. SmackDown tries to, you know, yeah. like Raw could easily have many working arms in their tag team division, but instead they focus on who's got the titles and who's challenging them at any given moment. And they get into
1: a flux where it's yes. like, you won the titles and, from us, so then, we're going to get And back. then
0: literally every other team gets to be jobbers, yeah. you know, um, and whereas SmackDown seems to be like branching out and now they're, they're giving power to... The Fashion Police, the Breezango, they're giving power to New Day, they've given power to the Usos. You know, unfortunately, American Alpha is dead. Well,
1: I was going to say, with American Alpha, now you've got three teams that are firing charismatically and can go in the ring. Yeah. American Alpha is going to have to step up their game to even um, be a blip on the, the radar. I think
0: the Colognes have come in and, like, been a really competent team, like... I I don't love them losing all the time, but, like, they make it difficult to win, so that's nice. They could easily have a gender moment. Yeah, they could. They could. Easily have a gender moment. Absolutely. So, two thumbs up on the tag teams for me. Night and day. Yeah. It's
1: night and day. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about, everybody is beating the shit out of everybody in terms of the contestants for the Money in the Bank match for the it's, men. It's
0: the classic lead up to a multi-man match. Like they just have them stand in a circle and whoever is across from you that week gets to be your opponent. I swear this is this must be what they do backstage. They spin the bottle. And, yeah, and I'm fine with that. It's whatever. I'm kind of tired of the AJ, Dolph Ziggler stuff going back and forth. And their matches are okay. You the know? Styles
1: Clash this week. Where he he like rolled up Dolph in a jackknife Mm -hmm. and then rolled backwards and then lifted him up in Styles Colosseum. It was just like, I'm just having fun. I have a great time killing Dolph.
0: Yeah. And I mean, stuff like that, it's fine, but it's just kind of like, I'm afraid that this is going to lead to a feud after Money in the Bank. And like, we've already watched them wrestle twice. I'm sure we're going to have to watch them wrestle even more. And it's just like, please don't do this. Please don't lock people in like this, you know?
1: Two things that are coming out of this that are really positive though Shinsuke Nakamura beating the shit out of Kevin Owens again. I like how they're positioning him Mm -hmm. as, like, coming out of this Money in the Bank. If another one of them wins, he's gunning for that title. I think
0: think he gets to be the wild card because he's the newest to the roster. And even though we know they have a history on NXT and, you know, outside of the WWE, it's still new on main roster television, and so Shinsuke Nakamura gets to be, like, kind of this enigma. Nobody's sure what he's doing. He's he's kind of a loony bin, you know? He's a yeah. rock star. He does what he wants, so that's kind of cool. Um, for me, though, the, the star of all of this, Baron Corbin. I love Baron Corbin. Beat down Baron Corbin. He's incredible, and I'm gonna, like, just die if he pulls the Money in the Bank briefcase down. That's going to be the best. This big, huge, entitled prick pulling this down. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good.
1: I wish I could get you to bet on that. I wish I could get you to bet uh, on No,
0: that. no. It's I not wish. happening. It's not happening, Wayne. You have to wear your shame shirt. Fuck you. <laughs> You're not getting out of it. You're not getting out of it. I'm not taking a bet before you wear that shame shirt to a show.
1: Luckily, it's going to be a WWE show, so at least continuity-wise. Right,
0: but if you lose again, shame shirt forever, friend. No. <laughs> but really, I think Baron Corbin is the rising star, and I think that it it might be time to just go ahead and pull the trigger. You know, money in the bank makes people.
1: Yeah. I think he needs to lose a, a hair versus mask or hair versus hair His match. His hair is
0: pretty terrible.
1: This week it was a it was a dry haired Baron
0: Corbin. And I thought having dry hair would make it better, and I think it made it worse. It did make it worse,
1: dude. That beanie didn't help. You get, unless you can tape that beanie to your head, dude. Like
0: beanie on, two thumbs up. Beanie off. Listen,
1: listen. I I am not the bastion of good health. I'm not the most fit person on earth. I know people used to laugh about a smiley tummy. And like that's whatever, like I don't care. He's he's, he's moved on from that but that, like
0: no, the what bothered me about people making fun of the smiley tummy, as we call it, <laughs> is that like that's the stomach you get when you've lost a lot of weight. Yeah. So like he was a big you're guy. making fun of him for losing weight. Like, fuck you. So he yeah. can't be fat, he can't be skinny, fuck you. Well like seventy percent of
1: those people are just like, Let me eat more Cheetos yeah. as I complain about his weight.
0: <laughs> but like that
1: hairline though.
0: It's It's not. It's. I'm not really sure why. Why there's some holding on to the dream going on there. You know what I mean. I just.
1: I feel like if if we're gonna push him even higher, like to break through into that main card and stay there. Like I just. Like I want him to realize that like
0: something else can be done up here. Change a little bit, dude. (laughs) Just a little bit. But no, I. But otherwise. But otherwise,
1: like, he's got as much a chance as anybody else in that match. I'm a
0: huge stan for Baron Corbin right now. I don't know what it is about him, but everything he does is just magic for me. I'm excited when he's on the TV screen. I'm, in my mind, more excited for him to win Money in the Bank than my boo, AJ Styles. I feel like... AJ doesn't need it. AJ doesn't need it. A, and B, I don't think like the character that they've got him in right now, like this true, he's back to like the true blue, like I built SmackDown, it's all me, you know? And and people are like, yes, you're right, you did. Like, so we're backing him up again. Um, I don't think that it works for him to have the Money in the Bank briefcase. No. Which is kind of a bummer because it'd be pretty cool to see him pull it down. And maybe he will, but I don't think he needs it.
1: I think it's time to move him on to face off against Jinder.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: Because let's be real here, no one gives a flying fuck about gender versus Orton. No, so. not again. And no, I'm not gonna say anything about it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything else because it's it's done, it's old, it's old hat. Yeah. Nobody wants it.
0: Yeah. A gender has to retain. He has to retain. He has to retain at this point. If he doesn't, I would I would be shocked. Like they've done so much to build him up, build his posse up, change his entrance, make him cool, you know, like make him heat forever man. So I yeah. I, I don't know. No,
1: I'm but I am excited for SmackDown. I still SmackDown is just so much fun.
0: Even on off weeks, it's more. It's much more entertaining to watch than almost anything that Raw puts forward. Yeah, I, Br- I think like I don't know why I'm so down on Raw all the time. They're essentially doing the same thing, but for some reason it's just so stale. But I this is how I felt during the last brand split. That's why I'm so anti brand split.
1: The, here's the problem. I think overall is with like. Raw, we've lost Braun, and they still haven't recovered. Rest in peace, Braun's Braun. push. We miss Rest you. Rest in peace,
0: Braun's elbow. We miss, it. We miss you. <laughs> we love you.
1: Get healthy. Oh. Come back. For the love of God, come back. We're scared. <laughs> we need you. We're lost. <laughs> You're the only thing that can save Raw right now.
0: And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Leave it at that. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for this week. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can find me at Licia360, L-I-C-I-A 360, or you can check out our blog at realmenweartights.wordpress.com. And where can they find you, sir?
1: At WLucha on Twitter, D-U-B-Y-A-L-U-C-H-A. I'm also editor-in-chief of Rudo Can't Fail, a monthly English Lucha Libre magazine. You can get it at LuchaLoot.com or LuchaShop.com or get it digitally by searching for Ruto Can't Fail on iTunes. So there you go. Woo-hoo! Shorter
0: this time. I liked it. Reduced. Well, thanks for joining us this week. We hope we'll just see a blip blip That was good, right? That was yeah. <laughs> That was an alien transmission. Thanks for joining <laughs> us this week. We hope to see you next week. Like us, share us, do whatever you want with us because we're like that. And remember, real men real wear, tights. wear tights.
1: What's our safe word? Beyonce. Beyonce. It's a good safe word.